0: And we're live! Welcome to another edition of the Underpaid and Underqualified Podcast. Woo! We got the title right for the first time, Joe. Okay, for a second, I was like, are you trying to,
1: like, channel your inner, like, anchorman
0: thing? I don't know. (laughs) No, I'm not. Short answer. No, I'm not. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I think we should take a moment to uh, congratulate the fact that we actually got the title right for the first
1: time. I'm so perplexed with what you just did. But anyways, yes, I am so proud that we did not screw up.
0: By the way, this is probably the fourth taping of the beginning and intro. That's not actually true. It's the third taping. And and, uh, the second two, we actually didn't get the name right, so... Might be cheating a little bit, but fuck it, we're here and uh, there's no proof for the first two recordings, so we're just gonna say that uh, we got it right this time. Sound good? Sounds good with me. All right, how's your week going, Vince? Good, cause I just realized I really don't like our title. <laughs> <laughs> the first time that we've got it right made me really realize how much it sucks, and I think we should get new positive reviews about our title. Um, I think they're just being nice because they think you thought of it. <laughs> cause they know I'm a
1: genius, and they're recognizing game. <laughs>
0: You're just jealous because you didn't think at first. I'm pretty sure I was the one who actually thought of the title. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember you inspired it. Yeah, so I have the right to say it sucks. But, anyways, we got it right, so that's the most important thing. If it takes five times to get a title right, that's not a good sign for a title. Okay, well,
1: I'm already in talk to a person to get a design for our thumbnail, so. <laughs> so we better fix
0: this shit soon, that's what you're saying. But no, honestly, uh, we're sticking with it. <laughs> we're leaving the viewers on it. Ed- we're leaving the listeners on edge. What's gonna happen? Is the title gonna change? Never. Hey, some bands make a change at last minute under their names and it works. That's uh, sure, true, but we're not last... We are five episodes deep now. <laughs> in your face. Hey, Death From Above, that band. They, they were previously called Death From Above 1979. Then they dropped the 1979. Now they're just Death From Above. And they did that like 20 years into their career. So you can do it. Okay, they literally removed the
1: very last part of their like band name, which pre. I'm pretty sure at that point nobody was saying. So that would have been... Completely okay.
0: Yeah, but still, like the like, how many recordings? do you th- How many times do you think somebody searched "Death from Above" nineteen seventy nine, and now they're not going to see that nineteen seventy nine, and it's just going to totally kill any inclination they'll have to listen to that band without that nineteen seventy nine. I feel like maybe I'm just speaking right. from experience because that's how I feel. I'm very butthurt. They removed the nineteen seventy nine. I'm like ninety percent sure they're okay with that, but the, that number point is <laughs> coming out. from the one song you've heard by them. What's the one song that I heard by them? Freeze Me? Pretty sure I showed it to you when you were at Twitter, and you—I think you casually was. dug it. Yeah, you sent me a lot of stuff. I was like, "Oh, this is cool." Okay. Uh, I'm not digging this. Something like that. That's I fair. Don't know. All right, fifty-fifty. I
1: gave it a shot. That's true. Every time, everything you gave me, I always give a shot. You
0: know what? Uh, you know what else you didn't give a shot though, Jeff? What did I not give a shot about? What What do you <laughs> want to complain about now, this time, Vince? <laughs> this is a new segment we have called "Vince Bitches a Jaw." We're gonna try to do it every week every what? 10 minutes or so in the episode. Oh, uh, did I hurt Did I hurt you, little snowflake? I'm sorry. It's beyond hurt. It's more just rage and disappointment. Somewhere between the two. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> no, not really. Honestly, it was a very selfish reason, and I'll explain it to the viewers now. I don't think it's that selfish. That's nah, pretty selfish. I, okay. just, I just didn't want to go alone. You know, actually, from the end of it, I was more happy you didn't go <laughs> What were the, what, what are the viewers We're, were just saying? teasing it to our listeners now. Give we're them just,
1: context, Vince! All right, a little Come context. On.
0: They're just on the edge of their seats guessing, but I'll tell them what happened. What happened? So There's a franchise I've recently got into and I've uh, gotten a little lightweight obsessed with. Watched about s- six or seven seasons in a month called uh, Doctor Who. Heard of it, Ja? Uh, of course yeah. you've heard of it because I... you refused to watch it last night. <laughs> I've
1: heard of the series, yes. Yeah, it's, it's a very popular series. Are they,
0: what, on their 12th season? Almost, actually, yeah, they are. Oh, huh, yeah. look at you. Yeah, so yeah I was about is. to say you were wrong, but I can't even do yeah, that. Ah, in your face! I'll find a, a million well, other reasons. Yeah, I'm wrong. killing your vibe right now. Let's go. Let's keep go. Let's keep this train going. <laughs> my my vibe was killed when you asked me to do a podcast. It's it's been on the download hey, ever since. <laughs> you were on board with it when we were back working at Twitter. Good. That's because the, the listeners can't see the gun in my head right now. But uh, <laughs> anyways, um, um uh, he meant rifle. <laughs> Yeah, anyways, moving on. Um, yeah, so it's a show I've recently gotten into, and uh, funny enough, my very favorite episode of the show so far, they, uh, I just randomly found out on Tuesday they are doing a premiere, on, or not a premiere, but they're showing in movie theaters for a 10-year anniversary event, so I was like, oh, this is perfect, this must be a sign from God that I should go, and uh, I was thinking, well, what better way to enjoy things you like than doing it with your friends? And I thought of my friend, Ja, and I thought, that'd be perfect. I could expose him to this world of Doctor Who, maybe talk about it a little on the podcast, and you know what he said? Go fuck yourself.
1: I'm that gonna, is not what I said. I'm going to you know shit it. all
0: over your dreams, and fuck every inclination <laughs> you ever have of us learning about new franchises that one might like, because fuck you. I have nothing to do, and I'm just not going to do it, and uh, yeah. Wow, a simple no goes a long way. <laughs> That's how I interpreted it, at least. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, your butt hurt. My butt get, has been... get you some My butt that? has needed some serious... Ice? Yeah, and, uh... Icy hot? You really want to put icy hot on your butt? <laughs> hey, if it'll help. It's been a very serious state of being hurt ever since yesterday. Oh, uh, wow! Well, so I had to walk to that movie really theater you. all by myself. And I learned one thing, actually. What did you learn? I was actually more glad that you didn't come. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because not great. that many people were there, and I was like, yeah, you know, this is a pretty emotional thing for me. This episode's pretty heavy. I would uh, feel weird if y'all were here. And yeah, I would have to explain shit to him, so I was like, yeah, okay, this worked out. How'd you feel that I,
1: after he told me what episode they're premiering, yes. I literally went on Amazon, found a legal means of watching it for free and sent you a link. It was just hey. funny
0: because it was like every, I could see what you're doing. You were trying to like go meet me halfway a little bit. And every bit. time you did, I was just like, nope, that sucks. Nope, nope, doesn't appeal to me in any way. Nope, doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work. Every single time. You was know, like, I was pretty I'll it's pretty admirable. not going. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was just bad because I was like, I know Jaw has absolutely nothing to do because we canceled the podcast. So I know he's free that day. And two, I know that it wouldn't cost him anything more than $12 and a little bit of a drive to Dublin. And he would probably like it. I swear to God, once you watch the show, you'll probably be annoyed that you didn't go. Yeah, so for the
1: viewers, or for our listeners, the second that Vince said, hey, we're canceling the podcast for a day and asked if we could re-record, I started making my own plans, and by the time he came back to me and asked me to go back out again, I was like, I already made plans, I don't want to go, but I didn't tell Vince that. I just pretty
0: much just said, no, I don't want to go. And the ironic part is if he would have told me, I wouldn't have been pissed at all. Because when somebody has plans over something, I'm like, okay, hey, no, no harm, no foul. But it's the idea when somebody can't even budge or lift a finger to do that friend of solid when they don't want to feel like a total asshat and walk into a theater alone. That's what, that's what.
1: The ironic part was if Vince had told me sooner, told me from the beginning that said, I, I just want somebody to go with me, I'm having trouble flying somebody, I probably would have considered it more so than, yeah, I don't want to go because I don't feel like being introduced to this new universe fandom that is a deep, dark rabbit hole of, like, oblivion. Did I tell you there's boobs in it? No. Would that but have changed your perspective? No. There's you not can actually, just, I just wanted to see. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was going to say you can find boobs on the internet just typing in <laughs> boobs. But yeah. You have those means? Uh, yeah. Google. Wow, are you saying you publicly watch porn, Jeff? I'm just saying that if the need I'm gonna should arise, <laughs> it is plausible to find that content on the internet. Now that you would know about that, though. No, my virgin, innocent eyes. We, I, have, I have never seen boobs in my life. <laughs> never.
0: All right. Well, on that note, we're going to transition to our next topic. <laughs> I'm just saying, Vince, next time you ever watch, watch Doctor Who and want to Introduce Me to the Universe... No, the ironic part is you I just really need to don't. Tell me. I don't really want to watch it with you. I just didn't want to go alone, <laughs> and I thought it might be good for the podcast. Like you know, get your first take on uh, Doctor Who after never seeing it. But honestly, uh, it would- do you want to watch Blink together? The one, the the one specific episode on Doctor. Not Who? really. I don't want to watch it with you. I just want you to watch it so we can talk about it together. Maybe I don't know. You know, just. I think spite- you know. Real talk. I think you actually would
1: like it. Yeah, I I spite now. I'm just not going to watch it. This is now <laughs> just spite. going to be a running game.
0: Yeah, running gag. I'm, I'm down for that. Game gag, tomato. Hey, tomato. you're the one You're the one uh, missing out, because I think you actually would enjoy some Doctor Who episodes. But granted, a lot of it's cheesy and stupid, but like in a fun way, but there's some episodes that are just classics. And it's the longest-running sci-fi franchise, longer than Star Trek. I mean... Wait, is that really longer than Star Trek? How's it longer than Star Trek? That thing goes on forever. Because it started in like the 60s. Oh, did it really? Oh, yeah, wow. well, they had two versions, so they did it split up. So it went from like 60s... Until about, I don't know, late 90s, and then 2005, they rebooted it, and... Um, oh,
1: so they did take a gap.
0: It yes, wasn't, like, yes. straight up. Okay, because I was yeah. thinking,
1: uh, 12 seasons, 60s? 60s was, like, 50 years ago, dude. <laughs> they, do one, they do one episode a year. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I mean, Sherlock technically is still in their fourth season with... Uh, That's true. Well, funny, funny you yeah. mentioned
0: Sherlock. The same uh, showrunner for Sherlock is a uh, showrunner for Doctor Who, actually. So, there's a lot of, BBC. like... Uh no, Steve. Uh Stephen Moffat, I think that's. It. Oh, I was thinking. Basically, of well, thinking showrunner. Of the they're both on BBC, but sh- uh, Stephen Moffat, like, is like the guy who like kind of is the brains behind Sherlock. He did like half the half the uh, Doctor Who seasons now.
1: Oh, okay, cool. No, yeah. So, uh, well, technically, they're on their fourth season. The show's not canceled.
0: It's just like indefinite when that next season's gonna come out. Oh, Sherlock. I think it's not over technically. I think they actually announced they like teased something on Instagram where it looks like season five is done. I don't know. Wait, there's four seasons? Yeah, you didn't see the fourth?
1: So this, long, I don't... Have you see really the remember. one with the sister? Yeah. Oh, that's season four? Yeah, it's season oh, four. Oh, okay, yeah. then I guess season five. Okay, that's just how long it's been.
0: See? I think there's four seasons. Maybe I'm wrong. No, oh, we'll table that for later. Anyways, to our topic. I think I'm mixing it up with Peaky Blinders. You watch that too? No, I heard about it. Okay, because there's for sure four seasons of Peaky Blinders. Well, next show I'm going to watch is The Boys. so... Oh yeah, that is another franchise. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna
1: I'm gonna give that a shot after a good omen. So once we're done with that, we can probably do an Amazon review on their TV shows. Yeah, Amazon's kind of like on the coming up with that. Yeah, I remember they were trash for at one point. And now it's like actually
0: decent. <laughs> yeah, I think Marvelous Miss Maisel was like the first one I heard. Uh, first one I heard about. No, it's. Um, and that has Shazam. Man, the High Castle. Oh yeah, that that's one's... their main one. Yeah, I didn't, think they bought it from somewhere. Didn't they have one from Stephen King too? It was like Dark
1: something. I think I know what you're talking about, and I think I actually read the book version yeah. back in high school. But um, maybe, I don't recall, but their main one was Man in High Castle. Yeah. Uh, that now, looked good. I would have watched that. It does look good, but I heard it kind of like went downhill a little bit yeah. this, as the seasons progressed. But right yeah. now, Good Omen seems great. I'm enjoying it relatively. Boys it's only everything. six episodes, too, right? uh i'm actually not sure yeah i think good omens
0: only has i six kinda six just let
1: it play and just
0: see where it takes me to be honest <laughs> yeah the trailer had david bowie uh, under pressure so how can you hate a show with david bowie under pressure playing yeah that song was playing in the yeah, trailer
1: doo, 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 doo.
0: yeah um what was i gonna say but no yeah amazon's on the up maybe we'll just do an episode all about amazon show reviews yeah and then we can talk oh we should toss a little talk crap about amazon later anyways moving on not exactly sure what happened there, but uh we're just gonna plow ahead. Uh yeah, so speaking of franchises, me and Ja spent all of uh the last two hours or so thinking about what the topic for the talk about for this topic. Um usually we're not prepared, but this episode we're especially not prepared. Would you agree with that Ja? No, oh,
1: yeah, today's probably the least prepared we've ever been. <laughs> like even considering started, our first podcast where we were prepared by the same time like testing the waters. Yeah. No, this one time is like even more less prepared
0: and we're screwed probably. <laughs> Oh, no, definitely. We're not uh, screwed. No. Um, but for other reasons and in other ways. But, um, what was I going to say? I yeah, I mind. think all the time and energy I could have put towards thinking of a topic for the podcast, I was just thinking, goddammit, you bailed on me for this movie. <laughs>
1: Honestly, <laughs> I just want this taping to be over so I can go home and kill some more orcs.
0: Yeah, he said that about 20 times so far, so I'm really getting the impression he's got a hate for those orcs. But, um, what are orcs, anyway? What game uh, is that? Lord of the Rings is a off game. Ah, yeah. okay. Lord of the Rings. Bringing it back. Um, alright, so yeah, our topic, anyways, getting back to it, (laughs) we're really teasing stuff hard today, we're just not revealing anything. Uh, We need ADD meds. Dragon Ball Z, that's our topic for today. Dragon Ball in general. Yes. Yeah. Except GT. Fair?
1: Uh, I'm gonna allude to it.
0: (laughs) Okay, Okay, we can talk about how it's the ugly stepchild, right? We can talk about Dragon Ball AF. No, <laughs> as you can see, we should have talked about this more. But okay, we're gonna talk about Dragon Ball because me and Ja thats kind of—I think that's uh, kind of how we mostly became friends. <laughs> so backstory both... on how
1: we met, because yeah. I think it's better if I say it than you.
0: <laughs> I think <laughs> I know you're talking about yeah. Uh, probably so
1: is. I started out. I was this wide-eyed child working at Twitter, thinking free meals, working at uh, a startup company in SF, thinking sweet, I'm living that millennial life. <laughs> Good old me, right? hmm And then I start talking to Vince. And he starts telling he he he's actually the person who trained me working at um, Twitter. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> and so during this time, um, he wanted a bond and he asked me, Hey, not to sound racist, but do you watch Dragon Ball? <laughs> and I was like, I sure do. And then Instead we said it just
0: like that, I got super creeped up.
1: And then we started a beautiful friendship. <laughs> Fast forward two years. Is it two years? Yeah, something like that.
0: No, it's actually only been the... Our two-year anniversary is coming up.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah, it's been two years since we first met. Wait,
0: 2016? That's
1: 2017.
0: Been- oh, that's right, yeah. I, I started in that. June. Damn. All right, we'll do a special uh, anniversary on our podcast.
1: Oh my gosh, we know each other for two years and two months. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> and you can so- start
0: a podcast just based yeah. on that.
1: And so we just bonded, connected over our shared love and passion over Dragon Ball, and we also had this other third co-worker worker that tried to get in on our conversation, and we're like, we actually fundamentally hate everything you stand for, so we don't want to talk to you anymore. Bye.
0: Wow, that's funny, because I had no idea who you are talking about. <laughs>
1: Can you give me a hint so the listeners wouldn't know, but I would know?
0: Um, He liked a specific country a lot, and he would never stop talking about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was more you. He was just neutral to me, but I remember you really weren't too fond of him. <laughs> oh. But anyways, we don't want to... Yeah, yeah. So Dragon wanna, Ball... Okay, yeah. Vince, tell me.
1: Off. Or it's three things that you like so I can completely ruin it for you.
0: Yeah, so way to not introduce the structure of this at all. <laughs> that, that was pretty much the structure. <laughs> not really, okay. That so, is totally the structure. All right, let me explain it right. Basically, I try to think of three. Uh, I was thinking that we could both do three pros each of us about Dragon Ball that we like to kind of... I guess we can treat this episode as why you should watch Dragon Ball. So the person who's never watched Dragon Ball might have a stigma to worry like, oh, I don't watch anime, oh, I don't like cartoons, blah, 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 whatever. We're going to use this as maybe a platform where we can convince you or um, just forcibly, I don't know, get in your house and put it on your TV so you have to watch it and make you realize how much you've been missing out on it. So... My original thought was I was gonna do three pros and John ja was gonna do three pros, but Ja only has one pro and it's very general. So I think I'm just gonna say my pros and he's gonna like kind of chime in there. Sound good?
1: Yeah, I like that better because honestly, Dragon Ball's perfect. <laughs> there's, there's just no one thing, there's too many things to say. <laughs> you just can't pick one. It's like That's why John you have multiple can't... children. You can't say which one's your favorite because it'd be unfair. <laughs> Everything is great about it. Okay. Except for many other things.
0: I feel like you contradict yourself at least five times in that statement. Don't worry about it. Roll <laughs> all with right. it. All right. So, Dragon Ball. So, why I like Dragon Ball? It's uh, to me when people look at franchises and stories in general, you know, you have your Star Wars, you have your Marvel stuff, you have your Stephen King novels, you have blah blah blah, all these other franchises. To me, Dragon Ball is often overlooked and kind of seen as a kid's show because it is for many kids That's a you know, you start... You first learn about it when you're a kid watching Toonami, right? That's how we first saw it, right, John? The greatest. The good old days. <laughs> Cartoon Network wasn't crap. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and, uh, yeah. And it's kind of the first show that kind of, I guess, it matures you a little bit because there's action. You know, you got your cartoons, you got your Dexter's Lab, you got your Johnny Bravo for kids of the 90s like us. And uh, this was one where people fought, and there was a lot of action, and there was, like, character build up and like you learn what the word epic really meant when big moments would happen and character build up would occur and uh dragon ball it's um to me it's it's a story that's comparable to star wars where it's very silly and very um just like humorous and dumb at times but at the same time there's some really epic shit that happens and i think people don't look at it on the same level as star wars because uh it's a cartoon a lot of times and they just kind of see it as a kid's show, but. I think a lot of people that watched it as a kid nowadays actually, like, see it as, like, a a franchise they can still admit to liking as adults, you know? Like, did you ever feel a stigma, like, when you became, like, I don't know, around 20 or 21 to, like, talking about Dragon Ball?
1: I feel like at that age, you bring up anime to anybody outside your own personal friend group you just made fun of, period.
0: You just get made fun of, you mean?
1: I think so, because I feel like there's definitely a certain point where I didn't really talk about anime too often. Yeah. In general, but the funny thing is that... One, actually, so I was just thinking, one great thing about Dragon Ball is that it's actually probably the build, the founding father of a lot of different anime that we have now. Yeah, yes. you have your Cowboy Bebop, you have your Trigun back in the day, you have Akira and stuff like that. Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, if anything, Bleach. that came after.
0: Naruto. Yeah, so yeah. yeah that's what you have now.
1: Yeah, yeah, so Dragon Ball inspired all that. You have Fairy Tail. you have all what Vince just said. You have Black Clover. You have, um... Yu Yu Hakusho. No, Yu Yu Hakusho, I think, came out roughly around the same time. Yu Hakusho's... It was cool a little too. bit after. It was a little bit after?
0: Oh, I know that... Can't <laughs> yeah, you just go with the John? Let's act like it came after. Well, I
1: mean, if you're talking <laughs> about Dragon Ball, I think Dragon Ball did come out before Yu Yu Hakusho. It did.
0: That's what You're talking about anime that came after
1: Dragon Ball. Or, no, like, a lot of stuff that was inspired by Dragon Ball. I'm not sure if Yu Yu Hakusho was.
0: Yeah, was I'd it? say it was. Okay, anyways. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, so a lot of animes was pretty much inspired by Dragon Ball just because a lot of animes didn't do what Dragon Ball did at the time. So, Dragon Ball first arc was very uh, it was very docile. It was very young, but the minute we did Dragon Ball Z, it was become it became epic. It became everybody was planetary buster destroying and epic fights and just a lot of explosions. Right?
0: Yeah. And, yeah. So uh, basically, Dragon Ball split. Dragon. The story of Dragon Ball split up into three parts. With the anime, sometimes you have like. They don't typically just have the same franchise. Sometimes they'll split it up. Like Naruto, there's like Naruto, and there's Baruto, where Baruto's like his son, right?
1: Yeah, there's Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, and Baruto. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. animes
0: do this thing. It's kind of like their own version of sequels, I guess. So, Dragon Ball is kind of split up in a few different ones. So, Dragon Ball's the initial one. And uh, then after Dragon Ball, is Dragon Ball Z. Like Jaw said, Dragon Ball is more lighthearted and uh, just kind of more comedy-oriented. Dragon Ball Z is... Uh, takes the same characters and a few years later after they've kind of grown and matured and it gets a lot darker and has a very different theme to it so each kind of version of dragon ball has its own um theme to it so that's another thing we like i like the variety would you like that too you say
1: define variety
0: you know like uh, dragon ball was like more comedy and silly and dragon ball z is like the more epic shit and then dragon ball super is kind of a mix
1: uh i think i would define it differently i think definitely dragon ball is very like it was like i said earlier it was young because it was just talking about what the protagonist's story of growing up and coming of age and then z was pretty much that main character and then his life after which then for some reason became like a lot more epic right yeah um yeah, yeah. and then super is i guess super is definitely somewhere in the middle <laughs>
0: Yeah, pretty much. We should probably explain the story a little bit. So, Dragon Ball, It's uh, st- the main focus is on a character named Goku. Goku, essentially, is this kid with, the- when you first meet him, he's this kid with inhumane strength. He's just super stupidly strong for no reason. You don't understand why. And he has a tail. And it's kind of confusing, and you don't really know why he has a tail. And he meets all these characters, and the whole backbone of the story is these things called Dragon Balls, and if you get, there's seven balls, there are orbs, and each one has a star, and if you get all seven, you can summon this uh, dragon who grants you any wish. So that's kind of the main story, just finding the Dragon Balls for the first part. It's kind of silly in that, like, Goku meets these people, they go on adventures to find the Dragon Balls, but along the way they get enemies, and over time, Goku keeps getting stronger and keeps fighting, like, more tough enemies and whatnot, and keeps, uh, just, growing and getting older and just it gets a little bit more dark and epic um as it goes on and then goku eventually you find out he's uh kind of like a werewolf in that if he randomly sees the moon a full moon he turns into this giant big ape uh they don't really explain why it's just um another thing about dragon ball is a lot of silly stupid shit happens and you just kind of go with it so you know that
1: goku is modeled after the monkey king right yes okay yeah so that's initially what they um really model him so goku is japanese for monkey king uh, if you did a translation. Yes. And so that's basically yeah, but no, they never did explain it in um, Dragon Ball, but they do explain it later. Yes. Where in Z, they introduce his brother, his long lost brother, who turns out to be an alien and mm-hmm. explains to him, "Hey, fun fact, you're actually an alien. You're actually sent here to destroy the planet." Yes. But because you hit your head at such a young age, Yen you an and mesia, and you had a pretty much personality change, to became a really heartwarming child. Yep. Um, and goes on from there where it introduces a lot of different planetary-type threats of, like, aliens. Um, Biogenetically-engineered... Uh, androids. Androids, monsters. Yeah. Well, not really... But androids. Magic. And then then the next art became magic. Yes. And then shortly after, uh, seeing that progression, that continuously recurring theme of Goku getting stronger and overcoming challenges, you go with Dragon Ball Super. Yes. Where...
0: How do you Dragon describe Ball. Dragon Ball Super? <laughs> uh, honestly, Dragon Ball Super. So after Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, I think is, so people like Dragon Ball, but I think Dragon Ball Z is really what got people hooked, you know, for yes. the most part. Growing up as a kid, like, how many kids talked about Dragon Ball Z, like, in elementary school? Oh, everyone. Yeah, exactly. People get, it. the people just don't casually watch it. People get hooked on it. They get super into it. It's like the UFC if you're in elementary school, you know?
1: I, I remember playing Dragon Ball, like, make-believe back when I was a kid.
0: Oh, totally. Dude, that. Yeah. What, up, what am I holding up right now, Joe? You're holding a figurine of a character called Vegeta. Yes, from Dragon Ball. I still have the characters. I still I still enjoy the episodes. It's weird. You can still enjoy them. I mean, they, it's definitely like silly and lighthearted, but I don't know. There's still like good stories that are entertaining to watch. But uh, yeah, going back to that, Dragon Ball Z is kind of the thing that gets most people hooked, I think. And uh, Dragon Ball Z ended, I think, like early 90s or so. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of just been shown a rerun since then. It's had kind of a big... It's almost like its own cult following, but on a big scale in a weird way, you know? Um, I'd say, I think
1: definitely before Dragon Ball Super, right, it was kind of like, people didn't really talk about it, but they always kept making new fighting games, new games that people would end up playing in Japan. Yeah. Sometimes it would trickle down to America, people would play
0: or buy that. And people like, reference it in pop culture, you know, like, over 9,000, you know, like... Yeah. Like, training jokes like that, like, like, uh, this isn't even my final form, you know, it shows up <laughs> in means a lot, you know?
1: And, yes. uh...
0: Um, actually, even now...
1: NBA players right now. Um, a lot of them are adopting Dragon Ball and a lot of some of the uh, more popular animes that they watch. So, you sometimes they have, like... Um, so, NBA players, they sign shoe deals, and they get custom-designed shoe, footwear. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they actually have Dragon Ball-designed f- uh, footwear where they're playing actual NBA games. Yeah. So, you got that going on. Yeah. And you have uh, Michael B. Jordan. So, if you guys have seen Black Panther, he plays <laughs> a Killmonger. Uh, his suit his blue armor suit actually was based off of a character who I mentioned earlier, Vegeta. That's
0: so you know, funny. I don't know if that's actually confirmed. It's rumored. I think there was actually an interview with uh, Michael B. Jordan where he, that somebody brought that up, and he said he's not sure if it's the case, but, like... He's like, let him go with it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But, but he has openly admit that he does watch that specific anime. Jordan oh, yeah. One of his uh, Instagram stories he had, had like, on TV in a hotel. I was like, hey, hey, hey. Even more reason out why, why you should like Michael B. Jordan. Exactly. Yeah. And so... It's like you see people
1: now that are our age are becoming more famous, popular people. uh, Like, becoming their own actors in their own right, right? Yes. And they're expressing now, and it's kind of like... It's almost like it's a little bit hip now to say, like, oh yeah, I'm into Dragon Ball openly.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like a renaissance for it. Well, basically what I was going to allude to before is, like, Dragon Ball Z is like what got people really into it for the most part. And because it ended in the early 90s and there's time with no new episodes, I think that's why it's had time to, like... Build this cult following, and it wasn't as talked about now. So that's where Dragon Ball Super comes into play. Where I think the the thing with Dragon Ball Super is kind of honestly, it's probably nostalgia for the most part. I think the reason people like Dragon Ball Super is just because they realize there's this huge cult like following of Dragon Ball on a big scale. So if they make new episodes, people will be into it primarily because they have the same characters. And if you make something somewhat decent, it doesn't have to be as good as Dragon Ball Z. If, as long as it has like the basic tropes and has like decent enough story, that people are gonna be really hooked on it. And that's pretty much what happened. And they're still making new movies and kind of new things that continue the franchise little by little. So that's basically what Dragon Ball Super is itself, so... Yeah, real talk, pretty yeah, much. So, yeah, so yeah. to split that up, Dragon Ball is the, like, silly, like, introductory to the characters, more lighthearted. Dragon Ball Z steps things up in terms of the tone and, like, adds a lot of mythology and lore to the show. And then Dragon Ball Super is kind of just 20 years later, let's revisit this characters. It's not as good, but you'll watch it because you like the characters, you like the tropes, and nostalgia is hell yeah. of a drug. <laughs> so definitely,
1: um with Dragon Ball Super it's it's definitely great to see different episodes seeing the different fight scenes and seeing how uh, with Dragon Ball Super is like they instead of like okay so you fought like magic elements you fought aliens and you fought androids what's next the in Dragon Ball Super primarily
0: they're fighting in effectively air type stuff yeah basically gods like, gods is like the biggest thing if you really dumb down every like saga of Dragon Ball there's like one more theme to it you know um no i'd say like one part was definitely gods but then the other definitely it was a major tone shift of the opponent,
1: right? To, um... Basically, your parallel universe, like, counterparts and
0: stuff like that. That's part of it, too. Yeah. But I think... I think the biggest thing... Gods coming in, at, like, the most point Like, every saga in, like, Dragon Ball pretty much have, involves something about gods and universes. So you can say gods and universes, I guess. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. yeah. So, so gods and
1: universes. So, um, uh, with Dragon Ball Super, just, I guess, for viewers, if you do want to get hooked onto this show, right? Um... Uh, this next chapter, this next progression, Dragon Ball Super, with Dragon Ball Z, it was definitely major arcs, major enemies. And then you had this one, like a video game, you progress in different chapters and you fought different forms of people leveling up. Yes. And then you get to the final boss. Kind of like Final Fantasy where you find the final boss and he has seven damn different forms. (laughs) Uh, In this case, literally the final boss, quote unquote, has that many forms. You have to keep fighting. So it feels like that video game in a cartoon format. Well, Dragon Ball Super, it's they have a lot of different arcs. They have a lot of different stories because I think it's more like they just have a lot of content they want to try out with the audience and such. And so with that said, um, the arcs are actually a lot more... To a degree, they feel shorter. And at the same time, there's a lot more going on. Um, they go from straight up battling gods to battling their parallel universe
0: sister universe or whatever i forgot how they explained it yeah uh, i think we should dumb this down for a second because obviously this makes sense to us but the listeners have no idea what the fuck we're talking about at this point so to dumb it down dragon ball like i said light-hearted dragon ball z that's where you have the sagas so dragon ball z i think each saga was kind of inspired by something you know for the most part so like the whole story of like the main character goku being revealed to be from another planet that has a huge Superman influence. That's pretty much a huge rip-off of Superman. We can agree that, right? Uh, yes, but Goku did it better. Yeah, I think so, too. I agree with that 100%. I might be biased. But basically, he com- he comes from a planet called Planet Vegeta. Planet Vegeta is like, full of these people, kind of like Kryptonians. They're stronger than the average human. And similar to Goku with the tail, they all have tails, and when they look at a full moon, they become giant apes. That's their whole thing. And, uh, basically their planet was destroyed, and Goku is the last of his kind, pretty much, except for a handful of other ones, and he was sent to Earth. What does that sound like? Superman, maybe? Pretty much exact same story there. But, like Joss said, I think they did it better.
1: Exactly. They yeah. basically took the Superman element and said, uh, forget all the flaws out of Superman, boom, we have something better. And yeah. this is Goku.
0: Pretty much. And the first saga is pretty much exactly Superman 1 with, or Superman 1 with Zod. I don't even remember. Superman 1 or 2. But anyways. Uh, I don't... I think it was 2. Yeah. So basically, like, the whole thing with Superman being the last of his kind for Kryptonians and then three, like, existing Kryptonians coming to Earth and wanted to kill him or wanted to take over the world, whatever. That's exactly what happens in Dragon Ball. There's three Saiyans who are still alive. One of them is his brother, and then Goku happens to kill his brother by sacrificing himself, and then the two other Saiyans want to come and they want to take those Dragon Spoiler alert. Oh yeah, we probably should have warned about spoilers, but you know what? Maybe we're dumbing out too a little bit too much. (laughs) Probably, but it's hard not to, you know, with a show like this, I mean, you can just say it's good, but nobody's going to listen if you don't say a few spoilers, so. We'll Um, put on the title spoiler warning, so it'll be fine.
1: Yeah, so it's definitely like, uh, okay, what are the themes that people would definitely look for in this, fence?
0: Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I'm alluding to. So the first season, in terms of its theme, is very Superman-oriented. Second season, just to keep it vague, is more um, kind of Star Wars influence. There's definitely... Like rip off, <laughs> I was gonna say rip offs. Influences they're doing it better, yeah. They're not exactly. rip offs, yeah. Homages to uh, Star Wars with the Empire and like one kind of like tyrant ruling over it all, kind of like the Emperor and Darth Vader. Season uh, the next season kind of takes a page from Terminator with the idea of uh, people coming from the future and kind of machines taking over, androids we call them. And then the last season, I don't really know what the last season's similar to. It's kind of its own thing. It's kind of just this big. Giant clusterfuck of amazing um, cliches like fusions and new forms and people getting turned into candy <laughs> and being eaten and being absorbed and okay. then fat pink blobs and then new forms and more new forms and then uh, spirit bombs and uh, yeah, it's pretty much it. Would you say right?
1: Yeah, but I mean, okay. So we said hard. if Z is definitely probably groundbreaking, mm-hmm. basically the, the foundation of what anime is nowadays, or at least shonen anime. Yes. Which is what shonen means is a specific type of anime produced. Uh, or manga produced by a certain uh, publisher that yes. tends to be more quote-unquote mainstream. Yes. Um, with Dragon Ball Z, what is your favorite arc? My favorite arc? Between, let's let's go with dumbed-down terms, the Evil Empire, the androids, and the magic stuff. Evil Empire, otherwise known as Frieza. You know, Frieza arc, all right. Would you agree? I think mine would be...
0: Frieza's good. Frieza's yes. a very good arc. yes. Um, but I think my arc would be Cell Arc. That's fair. I mean, the thing is, these, like, Dragon Ball's so consistently good, there's not, like, one answer that if somebody says, you're like, wow, really? Why would you pick that, you know? No, what's funny is that
1: actually there is one arc that people hate the most. Oh, you think the Boo? Uh, I was okay with Boo.
0: Yeah. I enjoyed Boo. Oh, wait. I... Are you thinking of Garlic Jr.? That's a movie. That not no, a movie. it's an arc, too. Garlic Jr.? It's a movie and an arc. This is an arc? <laughs> this is where we're nerding out too hard. No one's going to talk about that later either. off <laughs> off mic. But, yes. um, no, um, Boo arc is actually the one that's least... Uh, it is, like, but it's still got... I Like, I don't think it's like a... It's not... You know there's some bands that have, like, five good albums and then one album that everyone knows as shit. I don't think it's that case with the Boo arc. I think the, it's definitely, like, not the most favorite, but I don't think people will refer to it as the Ugly Stepchild. You know, I think a lot of people still like Boo. Yeah. 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 They, they, because they introduced
1: Fusion. Because they introduced... Uh, this, like... No, basically,
0: more new forms. <laughs> no. <laughs> a lot I'm was thinking. going on with that... S- a lot happened that season. It was pretty uh, over the top.
1: Okay, so there is a difference. Um, so, there's always... They have to protect Earth. So, a lot of these fighters, a lot of these protagonists in the show are effectively heroes of Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, they prevented the Earth from destruction several different times. Yes. Granted that some of these enemies were their own making, but... With the last arc, the Boo arc, mm-hmm. um, the Earth did um, die. All the people did die.
0: Wow, spoiler. <laughs>
1: but I'm not going to tell you what
0: happens. Because that's not what happens. But it's like. You just did. It's so it dies. But
1: I mean, it's just. It showed. So this one I was like, okay, we finally went over the edge. What now after we finally went over the edge? Um, it felt like, okay, all hope is lost. Because every episode, every time, it's trying to get that feeling. That over the edge, that adrenaline, that anticipation, what next, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why we have something called cliffhangers at every episode, season, Yes. Um, whatever. So, that yeah, that's why I don't think, when people give so much crap to the Boo arc, I'm thinking, well, why? <laughs> okay, sure, it's like it's not the best, but it ain't that bad, honestly. Because people have to complain about something. That's what I think it is. Oh, there's too many people like me. We need less people like me. <laughs> Oh, dare they.
0: Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast and you're like Ja, just please just uh, don't be like Ja. Exactly. You don't want to be me. I don't (laughs) want to be me. But, yeah, so going back to it, I think another thing we should explain, too, is uh, the concept of forms. That's another thing with Dragon Ball. (laughs) This is the final form. Exactly. So power, basically Dragon Ball, one of the critiques is that it's very over the top and it's very, like, they kind of have these tropes they rely on. One is, like, form. So, like we mentioned, Saiyans, they're kind of like Kryptonians, where they're super... They look like humans, but they're this own alien species that um, is, can do special things. Like I said, with the tails, they turn into apes if they see a full moon. Another thing they can do, there's this legend of something called the Super Saiyan. And it sounds really stupid. Okay, we just really,
1: explained forms. We don't have to go through this No, we're totally getting into it. We're oh too my foreign. gosh! You <laughs> have to.
0: Dude, Super Saiyans are too essential to Dragon Ball Z. At this alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> We we already said, we're, dude. We're beyond spoilers. If you're gonna talk about Dragon Ball, you have to get into spoilers. But uh. basically, just forms. So another reason I really like Dragon Ball is because this like the Frieza saga. Why I mentioned it was my favorite. The basic story is Frieza was kind of like this Hitler over the Saiyans, where he kind of ruled them all and he oppressed them and he made them do his bidding type of thing. And uh, spoiler. He's the one that actually destroyed their planet. So the reason that the planet did blow up and Goku is the last of his kind. Should we much? just talk about the whole damn like? No, anime. I'm talking about a broad level. Broad level. Um. So yeah, the reason that it like Goku is the last of his kind because of Frieza. So Frieza is this like insanely way overpowered alien. Like I said, space Hitler, pretty much. And um, in the Frieza saga, you find out that uh, basically he's looking for the Dragon Balls on his own on another planet, and uh, Goku essentially there's this. Build up where Goku and Frieza are completely miles away at different ends of the story, and a bunch of stuff happens. And they're just slowly building up the moment where Goku finally meets Frieza. And then after what, like 500 episodes, what it felt like, they finally do meet. And it's like it's a very epic, well built up, um, climactic meeting because basically you're finding this guy who is responsible. For killing all the Saiyans, planet, and whatnot, and you're finding the last of his kind, who has no stake in the battle at all of, like, no stake at all of caring about avenging his planet in any way. He literally just wants to fight this guy because he's very noble and, like, likes fighting and knows that this guy's evil. So it's basically the, the this epic match that's just been in the years making and you finally have it. And the guy's technically fighting for his planet, but couldn't care less about how this planet was actually destroyed by this guy. He wants to fight him just because he's an opponent and he's evil. And uh, the, the reason that Frieza, the villain, destroyed the planet was because he was... Uh, the story is that he was afraid of a legend called Super Saiyan. And with Super Saiyans, basically, they're a super-powered version of them as uh, Saiyans. And he was afraid that they would overtake him. And uh, Goku, spoiler alert, eventually, after fighting, does become the Super Saiyan. So it's kind of like the legend happening with the last of his kind, fighting for a different reason than you would expect, and uh, just worlds clashing in the best, like, well-built-out way. I might have just nerded out so hard. I don't know if that transcended any of the epicness of Dragon Ball Z, but it's a good story. So long
1: story short, uh, what Dragon Ball Z does is that they have a lot of different transformations. So the protagonist goes through different power-ups, and kind of like different aesthetic changes basically just to resemble his uh, his strength going up. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, other, they're going to Super Saiyan. Other villains also have the same thing, but they, they don't call it Super Saiyan or Super whatever. It's basically just them transforming to a different physical form.
0: Yeah. At this point, if a, just, if a Dragon Ball art didn't have a form change for a character, it's probably not going to be that exciting at this point. Because they built Ball that. <laughs> <laughs> they built that into everything. Every ten episodes or so, there's a new. Yeah. Player. So, so was, that's kind of one of the complaints you hear sometimes, but I don't really mind. Yeah. So with Z is that a lot of and a lot of
1: characters. Uh, enemies, they have different forms. Well, Super, just keep that in mind, is that it's a little bit different. Um, They're introducing different elements because they're introducing different types of uh, humanoid beings, right? Yes. And so, uh, for whatever reason, they just didn't give them forms, but they're also really badass. And so when you do watch the fight scenes, it is really epic. It is phenomenal. And I would say this, is that I think Dragon Ball Super is my least favorite series, but it has probably my second most favorite fight ever and that was one of the last couple episodes in the uh anime
0: oh was it the goku and frieza versus jiren yes yeah was. just in
1: general like just if you did compile like the good chunk of the sec- last half of the jiren fight yeah uh jiren the main antagonist of the last arc for dragon ball super and so you have all this build up and finally we get this long drawn out but
0: very satisfying conclusion Yes, and yes. that's another thats another highlight we haven't really touched on too much, but it's key to the show, the fights. Basically, Dragon Ball, another criticism about it, or something you could say about the reason it's awesome, is it's pretty much 90% fighting, for the most part, and I think that's what draws kids into it so much. I mean, if you're a kid and you're seeing some like, act shit and explosions and good action going on, who's not going to watch that? Um yeah, so
1: that's actually the only reason really like okay, so with Vince going off on like the whole Terminator analogy with the whole like coming of age and appreciating how each series has their
0: own flavor. Yeah.
1: For me it's what I, I like Dragon Ball because of the violence. The fighting. The yeah, when up. we
0: when we Look, drafted this out, I gave like twenty reasons why I like Dragon Ball Jaws, like Yeah, I just like the fighting.
1: <laughs> oh, no, seriously. And so uh, this is what I grew up with, watching this anime, watching this person, um, uh, grow up, but actually one of my favorite characters, which is Goku, the protagonist's son named Gohan. Yes. That was actually my favorite character, who I enjoyed oh, I the didn't most. not y- I didn't actually know that. Um. I didn't know he was your favorite. He was. Okay. Then became a Vegeta. <laughs> Anyways, so with Gohan, he was my favorite up until the Buark, because he became the super badass, uh, he was supposed to be the next savior, uh, kind of t- taking his father's uh, place.
0: Yeah, that was another thing that was really good about Z's. they built up the character of Gohan so well. He's initially this reluctant anti-hero, like kid who's just forced into this thing, who has more potential than anyone else, could be stronger than anyone else, but the thing is, he doesn't want to fight. He could be stronger than anyone else, but he just doesn't want to be there. And he realizes he has to be there after a while, so he kind of grits down and like starts fighting. And uh, after about, I don't know, 200 episodes or so, he basically does get stronger than anyone else. Yeah, and then so that's what I really did like about it, and it's like,
1: oh, because I was that shy, timid boy that was like, oh, I really want to make a difference in something or whatever. But then I was really shy, and that was kind of like sweet. We had we did have this character who becomes he becomes this legendary badass for a good five minutes, and then towards the end of the series, they pretty much just took a fat dump on him. So that was something where I was like, okay, well, this anime does do very well in character progression because a lot of uh, characters really grow you see them change from one personality to another and just seeing that development uh, that's really Dragon Ball And but really besides that all that it was John just likes really the really the action the fighting and so I think one of the greatest anime movies ever in existence which came out in the states in January 2019 Dragon Ball Super Broly Yes. And basically all that was fan service. And for people who don't know what that term means, it
0: basically means giving what the fan giving what the fans want. I think everyone knows fan service, John. <laughs> Nobody knows anything else you are talking about. That's the one thing they probably know. I don't know, man. We <laughs> well, explained a lot today. Anyway, so that John, movie John was likes all the fighting, all
1: violence. Great stuff. Yes. And I bought the Blu-ray version, excuse me, <laughs> if for the... For our listeners vince is pointing that he has a dvd for the movie but i'm sitting here thinking excuse me i have the blu-ray dvd and digital
0: download version get on my level bitch and anyway, you just sound dumb because you bought two versions of the same thing <laughs> it came in one i bought the cheapest version of it i got on sale though oh did you yeah how much i
1: think like 15
0: or 16 oh okay wow where ebay <laughs> 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 alright random I've never heard of somebody buying a movie off eBay but maybe I'll look into that it was Black Friday
1: um, ah that's why it was Black Friday it's a good time to buy DVDs during that time anyways okay um, fair can't hate on that yeah I purposely waited for that actually
0: um but yeah so that's what I uh what John is saying he see likes action and a lot of people watch it for the same reason because there's Wait, I is Black Friday had not come, come yet how did I buy so cheap wow. We just found out a time vortex here. <laughs> John went back in time. He didn't even know it. It's really good for the podcast, all these awkward sentences. <laughs> Anyways, not really yeah, a good topic. So,
1: um, that's but, what I
0: appreciate about Dragon Ball, and
1: that's why they have so many fighting games, right? Yes. They have, almost at this point, countless fighting games. Um, the current one that I'm playing right now is used at a lot of popular fighting game circuits is Dragon Ball Fighters. Or Fighter Z it's pronounced fighters But <laughs> if it's dragon ball z why would you call it fighter z it's fighters whatever Sounds dumb anyways so be on the lookout i may compete at a competition and see how fast i got knocked out because it's actually a really hard game to get good at <laughs> oh really you actually
0: want to go to a competition i'm gonna fighters try Day? and i want to like not get last place <laughs> all right that'll be a podcast episode we'll do it live it'll just <laughs> so, be me narrating what you're doing right uh now.
1: it might be next year february because right, there's, a,
0: there's a competition that comes out to open. I think the podcast will last that long. What do you think? Uh, let's see. Was it August?
1: A few more months? We'll see.
0: Yeah, we can do it. We have at least a solid five more topics we can talk about. <laughs> and then we'll just repeat the same ones over and over again. But, um, yeah, so Dragon Ball. It's uh, one of the most underrated franchises, in my opinion. Um, Long-lasting, and... Uh, yeah. It's... So, what I would say about this is, if you
1: guys... Pay attention to comic books. So with Superman, and DC Captain America with Marvel, there's always a reboot, right? Yes. And they always do some type of like, oh, let's reintroduce a character, re-talk about their origin story because there's a new generation of kids, mm-hmm. new generation of so and so, or they want just try to market to new audiences, right? Yes. Um, with Dragon Ball, I think it's it's definitely one of those. It's like Pokemon where it doesn't freaking die. Um, it's one of those things where it's like you can it's timeless and maybe they may do another reboot in the future and that and the thing is that they have and which is something called Dragon Ball Kai
0: yeah but I think. They, I think, when you say it's timeless, that's how I feel about like when I compared to Star Wars, where you know people like Star Wars forever. You know, pretty much like it, you can, it's like you go to any store, a Target, a Barnes and Noble, anything, you always see the Star Wars memorabilia. You know, people are suckers; they're gonna buy it because you know it reminds them of the good times. That's how I kind of think of Dragon Ball. It's just one of these things that just like you said, it's timeless. Like you can like enjoy it at any point. The characters are iconic. The the lore is kind of translated into memes and whatnot, and just um, and just kind of popular. Just and what's the word? Pop culture in general <laughs> it was really flailing for the word culture, and uh it's just very memorable. It's just something you just watch. It's fun. Like if I had to really condense it to three things, it's fun, uh, it's funny, and there's it's epic. More, than, I don't think we've talked about how fucking epic it is. Would you agree? It's epic. A lot of moments. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I mean, just like. More than, I think that's the thing that really draws you in as a kid, because when you're a kid, you're looking for the really big, dramatic stuff before you get crushed by the adult worlds and realize how dark a place it is, and you, when you have hope, and you're watching the show, and you're seeing these really cool moments play out, and, like, character growth and building up, of like, shit happening, it's pretty cool! I think that's one thing that really draws you in, you know, like just the shit that happens sometimes just give you goosebumps even watching it back now there's some shit i'm just like man that was cool
1: yeah so to our faithful listeners i'm trying to look to retire as early as possible so get me popular and famous because adulting sucks and my coping (laughs) mechanism right now is dragon
0: ball yeah that's always good asking your your listeners to uh do something thanks love you in advance (laughs) <laughs>
1: how many do you ha- how
0: many do you think we have by now uh on average we probably get about uh, eight to ten views on average eight to ten and probably about six or seven of those are me playing it to my girlfriend <laughs> and her being very kind to listen and uh i don't know with the so other one two... she
1: hasn't dumped your ass yet jeez that was a little rough <laughs> oh i'm just saying that how she loves you it's how much she cares <laughs> that was a little weird job huh? anyways uh <laughs> I'm just trying to say something nice about her, because apparently she doesn't like me because I talk
0: crap about Beyonce. <laughs> You're really coming at the seams. You're just unraveling like, a lot of weird shit right now. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, that is another fun topic. Yeah, Jots, when he uh, talked about Beyonce last week, that was one reason I kind of <laughs> was nervous to do that topic, because I know uh, everyone loves Beyonce so much, he was uh, getting a lot of hate mail. You had any death threats so far after uh, that? It's all, actually, I'm surprised. I got, if any, I have more compliments. Really? <laughs> Not <Okay>. about Beyonce.
1: <laughs> Not about my rant for Beyonce, but my rant about mumble rap.
0: That was, like, one person, I think, right? <laughs> uh, I think there's... If you want to actually keep count, probably two or three, to be honest. Ooh, look yeah. at you. Mr. Popular, all right. I stand corrected. It's but, funny, too. Like, I don't know. I, I just can't hate, share that hate for mumble rap. I don't know. It's just... Well, I can't share that hate for Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Actually I have a it. much more logical
1: reason for my hate. I Imagine legit Dragons. don't understand the hate for Imagine Dragons. It's like, why do people hate? Uh, Apparently, you didn't
0: listen to anything I said last what's episode. What's the band
1: that everyone hates? Nickelback. Nickelback. Like, why does everyone hate Nickelback? But they continuously sell out, sell out
0: concerts. Well, it's the thing is when you reach a certain level of popularity, then like. That's when, so basically, when you're like getting bigger, nobody will hate you. But when you reach a certain level and you get so much overexposure, that's when people get sick of seeing you, and then it becomes cool to hate something. You know what I mean? That's how trends go. Like, it's something will be cool it's for. It's cool a to hate to go to a concert. No, it's cool to hate certain things. So it does get and so. And they popular. go to
1: the concert anyway. So yeah. No, there's a
0: lot of people that like it, but when you oh, reach okay, a certain okay. scale, a certain amount of people like it, but then it kind of becomes this cult following where there's so much exposure that people like it becomes cool to hate it. Okay, sure. But yeah, to me, at the end of the day, I kind of don't hate Imagine Dragons at all. That's fine. I mean, like most things on this podcast, you're very wrong and uninformed, but uh, I think Uh, we're This is coming from you? (laughs) Hey. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Oh, that's unfortunate. (laughs) Wasn't I the one who trained you at Twitter, Joe? Yes, and look at you now. (laughs) I don't know. We both left. (laughs) Nothing's really really changed. (laughs) We both left. We're pretty much just, I don't know, would you say you're the same person at Twitter, Joe? Um, you look a little fatter. <laughs> for our listeners, <laughs> about I that rifle to that mentioned <laughs> earlier. I just wanted to hit. A the gun. rifle may or may not be cocked. I just wanted to be hurtful to Joe, but uh, no, you didn't. You know, anything you else to add for Dragon Ball? Game back to the topic, Vince. <laughs> no, game back to the okay, damn I'm topic. I'm gonna end on a nice note. You actually do look more fit than you did Twitter. All right, thanks. Yeah. All right. I think you. I
1: think you look a little bit more fit too. I see you posting about you running. Miles and stuff. Yeah.
0: It's the only thing I post. Other than Dragon Ball content, because we're such big Dragon I'm Ball I'm complaining fans. about Imagine Dragons! I don't really complain about them that much. Yeah, you actually really don't. I just want to say that. Yeah. I think it's just understood that they're shit. At least by people with common sense. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> going back to Dragon it Ball. just happens.
1: To... <laughs> Alright, going back to Dragon Ball. It's a <laughs> great anime. Last word. I think people... If you want to watch very much like the godfather of current anime, right yeah um, that's what Dragon Ball is it's iconic it's revolutionary people still dig it there's a reason why they rebooted it if you call it effectively the, yeah because nostalgia the is a hell of a drug um, <laughs> I mean look at movie theaters right now we have Lion King Aladdin we have Terminator coming out we have Chucky reboot we have all yeah, these Star Wars. Wars franchise we have a new Star Wars franchise we yeah. have um, other stuff <laughs> the list goes on and on, right? Yeah. How nostalgia is very you just can't it's think a of powerful effect, examples. and Dragon Ball is exemplifies that, and is a
0: prime example of it's okay to be a nerd, like Marvel. Yeah. One other thing I think we should mention: it would, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention this. What is it? So the humor. One thing in particular. Oh I dear bring up. gosh. <laughs> So it's very silly, like I mentioned. There's one scene in particular that I think really paints a good story (laughs) for the show. So in the very first few episodes, I'm sure you remember this, Goku, as we mentioned, is uh, an alien. And being an alien and having hit his head where he doesn't remember things that well, he uh, was raised by uh, his grandpa for the first, I don't know, five or six years of his life, however old old he is when you first meet him. And, uh, only seeing his grandpa's whole life, he didn't know what a girl was. (laughs) And so because he didn't know what a girl was, he couldn't tell the difference between a boy and a girl when he first met him. Any anyone pretty much, he couldn't tell if they were a boy, male or female, as we should say. And, uh, that was kind of one of the sources of humor. (laughs) It's funny how, like, they run off all that, or they ran with it,
1: and they, um, never showed, (laughs) Goku never shows actual genuine
0: affection for his wife. (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing. That's that's something else we can get to. But basically, the way that Goku would find out if uh, someone was male or female is he would definitely be the recipient of a lot of Me Too claims because basically he just patted their crotch. <laughs> not in a sexual way. It's literally, he's so ignorant and so, like, sheltered and just so He's dumb. innocent. Yeah, he just doesn't know that what he's doing is, like, he's touching somebody's crotch. He doesn't get that that's, like, you know, not welcomed by a lot of people. And um, the very first episode with... Uh, first few episodes, basically he meets a character named Bulma, and uh, with Bulma, there's one night where uh, they have the Dragon Balls, and uh, she's sleeping, and he goes next to her, and he's trying to wake her up, but she won't wake up, so he lays next to her, and (laughs) he just happens to coincidentally uh, kind of graze by her uh, nether regions, and he noticed that it's a little flat, and uh, he takes off her panties while she's sleeping, and he slaps her crotch, and uh, he realizes there's nothing there, and he freaks out because she has no balls because he only knows one gender. He doesn't know the difference between males and females and he freaks out and he's like, "Bulma, your balls are gone. And then she's like, what? No, they're not. And then she looks at the Dragon Ball she's like, here they are. So, yeah. If you uh, want to watch <laughs> something along those lines, that kind of humor, but you they, can also do They don't really go
1: off that humor anymore.
0: <laughs> they do it a little bit, but yeah, that was kind of more the first episode. They really haven't like gotten that weird. I don't think you could, I don't th- if that, if they. There's a lot of things censored in life now. <laughs> If that would, if that had been the first episode of like the show starting in twenty nineteen, I don't think that would have flown. <laughs> no, there'd be so many issues. Yeah, that's uh, why
1: that show, that specific cartoon, aired in the eighties.
0: Yeah, it was very much a different time. But uh, yeah, that's the kind of humor you can get with it. And, okay, I think we can see the humor there. It's very, it's a little awkward. We can see the, the humor. Yes, yeah, it's but it's different. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, moving on. Thank you for listening to our wonderful podcast. Wow, right, we're unless tying it up.
1: Introducing, unless you have something else to say. <laughs>
0: Um, I feel like we mostly hit on the Dragon Ball topics but uh, watch it check
1: it out check out the games you'll probably enjoy it Um, yeah uh,
0: Shueisha and Toei please endorse us thank you and let's end it on a nice note what's uh, what's one episode you think they should start with Joe Episodes.
1: I should start with. Why not yeah. just start with the whole damn series?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like three hundred episodes. Okay. Well, that's. So another I think nice this, thing. If yep.
1: you had to choose between starting between Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, it's okay just start
0: with Dragon Ball Z and you'll be fine. Yes. Yeah. Um. Most people Dra- do, I think. So Dragon Ball, you find do. it as like a kind of like the Star Wars prequels, but except yeah. better.
1: And <laughs> so don't don't start Dragon Ball Super because you'll be even more lost than you are. Yes. But really, just between the two, Dragon Ball Z. Yes. If you want to be a traditionalist or you want to go back dragon ball by all
0: means do it if you do have the time yes i say start with the trunk saga start with that most people i think start with that and it's pretty epic what'd you say i I
1: just feel because everything is so connected with each other yeah that you have to start in the beginning or else it's just kind of weird yeah but i started with the Frieza saga and i got with it oh really i started from the very very beginning. really the very first episode
0: yeah of dragon
1: ball uh No, I had to go back for Dragon Ball So it was I learned about Dragon Ball Z So you started with then, the first episode of Dragon Ball Yeah, I started with the first episode of Dragon Ball Z Then okay. I went back to Dragon Ball uh,
0: Okay Yeah but, Yeah, yeah I mean I think you watch it I don't know we're, <laughs> I guess we don't have a clear stance here Just watch it at any point And I think you'll be entertained I say Trunks You'll thank us This is something that we mutually agree on It'll be the first thing you thank us for on this podcast After the hours of non-entertainment we've provided Exactly Yeah so anyways, Joe, you got some orcs to kill, I think. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. No, finally. We're going to go.
1: Sign off. Thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs> See ya.